Hi, this is Heidi and welcome to Prompt Help Podcast, where each and every week we chat with health experts in medical, holistic, allied health and wellness as they share their wisdom. We believe everyone's journey in health and wellness should be personalized for them as one size does not fit all. This journey to the healthier you can begin right now. Welcome back to another episode of Prompt Health Podcast and thank you for listening today. Hope you're all staying well and enjoying your summer so far wherever you are right now. It's nice to see most places are starting to open up and we're able to go out again and for some of us getting back to work slowly. Of course, still being careful and keeping our social distance. One common health theme during this whole time of pandemic has been around ways to improve our immune system. And now that we're gonna have more exposure to people and places again, it's especially important to be more cautious and stay on top of our health. So that's what we focused on mainly this whole last week and shared a lot of content on our Prompt Health Instagram about some immune system busters and boosters. Although our immune system is constantly working, it's one of the most overlooked and underrated systems of our body. When we get sick, we easily blame it for its failures, but when we feel great, we don't always think about what it's doing every day to keep us healthy. Is it possible to boost the immune system? Well, your lifestyle can affect how well your immune system can protect you from germs, viruses, and chronic illness. Replacing bad health habits with good ones can help to keep our immune system healthy. So let's touch up on some lifestyle factors that we, ha- we have control over and we can improve. Firstly, if you're short on sleep, You may have noticed you're more likely to catch a cold or other infection when you're not getting enough sleep. Not getting enough sleep can lead to higher levels of stress hormone, and it can lead to inflammation in our body. Although researchers aren't exactly sure how sleep boosts the immune system, it's clear that getting enough, usually seven to nine hours, uh, is key for good health. The other thing is exercise. If you don't exercise, try to get regular, moderate exercise, like a daily 30-minute walk at least. It can help your immune system fight infection. If you don't exercise regularly, you're more likely to get colds, for example, than someone who does. Exercise can also boost your body's feel-good chemicals and can help you sleep better. Both of those are good for our immune system. The other thing is diet. If your diet is off, eating or drinking too much sugar curbs immune system cells that attack bacteria. Eating more fruit and vegetables, which are rich in nutrients like vitamin C and E, plus beta carotene and zinc, these are all good things for us. In general, we've, we've, I don't know if you guys have heard, but I've always heard, go for the rainbow. If you go for a wide variety of brightly colored fruits and vegetables, that's the key. The other thing is stress. If you're always stressed, this would affect your immune system. Everyone has some stress. It's part of life. 
If stress drags on for a long time, it makes you more vulnerable to illness from colds to serious diseases. Chronic stress exposes your body to a steady stream of stress hormones that suppress the immune system. You may not be able to get rid of your stress, but you can get better at managing it. We can learn to meditate, to slow down, breathe, connect with other people, working out to blow off steam. Counseling is also a big help too. Easing stress lowers levels of a stress hormone. It also helps you sleep better, which again improves the immune function. And then lastly, if you're too isolated, having strong relationships and a good social network is good for you. People who feel connected to friends, whether it's a few close friends or a large group, have stronger immunity than those who feel alone. This is according to the research, of course. There is also the holistic health approach, and there are different types of health practitioners who can support us. We had the pleasure of connecting with a doctor of traditional Chinese medicine to talk through all this. We're going to speak with Dr. Michelle Hughes, who's a registered acupuncturist and doctor of traditional Chinese medicine. She's also a fellow of the American Board of Oriental Medicine and a member of the Obstetrical Acupuncture Association. After her graduation, Michelle interned at the Anhui Acupuncture Hospital in Haifa, China, where she treated hundreds of patients and gained invaluable experience in acupuncture and herbal medicine. She has a special love of working with women and helping them navigate their hormonal changes and life stressors from the teenage years to menopause and beyond. Without further ado, let's get get started with our guest, Dr. Michelle Hughes. Hello, we have Dr. Michelle Hughes here, Doctor of Traditional Chinese Medicine. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you. It's great to be here. So we wanted to talk to you about uh, acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine today because um, we know obviously it has many health benefits and it's incredible at maintaining healthy immune function. And during this time of COVID with everyone needing a boost for their immune system, we thought it's a great time to connect and learn more about it and what are the benefits that it can bring us. Yes, well, traditional Chinese medicine has been treating overall health and uh, immune system for thousands of years. So uh, long history um, using both acupuncture, uh, Chinese herbs, uh, acupressure, uh, food and lifestyle changes. Uh, So many different things, not just acupuncture. Mm -hmm. So different modalities involved uh, to treat the whole person. That's Um, right. Can you tell us um, from a scientific point of view, how does it affect our body? So how does it, how does the body stress to uh, response to, to stress and how does acupuncture and uh, Chinese medicine help with that? So acupuncture itself uh, stimulates and sends messages to the brain. So depending on the point location, so each point, there's about, well, over 
365 points on the body that correspond to different organ systems within the body. So lung, liver, stomach, spleen, and uh, has a, have a different effect. So sending a different message to the brain. Um, what they've found from Western medicine is that uh, acupuncture can help increase serotonin levels, um, has an inf uh, impact on dopamine levels as well, and actually calms the sympathetic nervous system. So puts the body into a relaxed state. Interesting. So that's yeah. how it helps us to deal with stress and anxiety. And um, what about sleep? So sleep, uh, similar. So again, uh, I think the really interesting part of Chinese medicine is that no two people are treated alike. So meaning someone can come in with problems sleeping, two people can come in, but they can be given a different herbal formula, a different acupuncture points, location, um, and different lifestyle techniques. So different foods that they could eat, different ways. Um, some may be exercising too much. Some may need to exercise more. So just depending on their accompanying symptoms. So basically based on your initial intake and the person's lifestyle, you can tailor the kind of modalities you're going to use and how you approach the treatment of that person. So it really allows for that personalized um, treatment. That's right. And so we're looking at, uh, you know, initial consult, we're asking all sorts of questions about digestion and emotional health, work habits, um, foods that you're eating, exercise levels, uh, bowel movements, all giving clues. We're looking at tongue and pulse as well. So the tongue diagnosis is a big part of Chinese medicine. Uh, looking at tongue color and coating on the tongue, all representing internal health. Mm -hmm. And then if you wanted to stress mainly on immune system, um, what kinds of tips do you have for us? Well, I think, uh, you know, it's nothing magic. And that's what is so great about Chinese medicine, I think, is that it's really based on common sense. So making sure that you're getting enough sleep making sure that you're getting outside. Um, in Chinese medicine, we say the digestive system, so the stomach and spleen, is one of the most important organ systems in the body for the immune system. And because that is taking the food that you eat and turning it into energy for your body and also promoting your immune system. So that's your protective layer. Mm -hmm. So making sure that you're uh, eating the right foods. So lots of vegetables, lean proteins, avoiding too much dairy, wheat, sugar, alcohol, junk food. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's that would be a good, those are the top tips, I think. There's uh, different acupressure points that you can use on your body as well mm -hmm. that help to boost the immune system. Great. And then what about supplements or herbs? Do you guys prescribe um, those at all? Yes. Yeah. Herbal medicine is a big part of our practice. Um, again, you know, depending on your registration. So acupuncturists don't always have their herbal uh, doctorate. You know, they're not allowed to prescribe herbs. Mm -hmm. But if you are, then that is a huge part of our practice. I always say it's like getting acupuncture every day. 
it's supporting your body, helping to bring it back into balance. And again, those herbs are different for every person, just depending on, on the accompanied symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, um, how do you differentiate, how do you explain the difference between traditional Chinese medicine, homeopathy, uh, and naturopathic medicine? Um, so homeopathy is similar in that there, and naturopathy is that they are looking at the whole body, mm-hmm. um, with the homeopathy, not using the acupuncture, which is such an important part of our medicine or the acupressure, um, looking at the whole body and then using certain tinctures mm-hmm. in order to um, promote health or change. And then naturopath, depending on the naturopath, some do practice more Chinese medicine than others. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends. And they focus more on supplements. Mm-hmm. Than, um, uh, than the other parts. Right. So when do people know um, where to go to? When do people, like who, like, who do you treat? Is it for everyone? Is it for a specific population or specific condition? Um, how do people know when they need to go to uh, a traditional Chinese medicine or acupuncture and how they would benefit from it versus other holistic care providers? It can really be beneficial for everyone. I see children. I see um, old people, uh, you know, elderly. Mm -hmm. I see, um, uh, you know, men and women. So really it's in in its best, it can be a preventative medicine. So meaning that um, you don't have to be sick to come for acupuncture. I always say that it's best done when you're healthy in order to maintain health. So it takes care of any little imbalances, whether that be digestive or sleep or stress, before they turn into something large. Absolutely. And prevention is the key for sure. That's right. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Um, If you could leave us with one takeaway, what would that be? (laughs) Eat your veggies. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's great. It's a great reminder. <laughs> I made sure I have them for, for lunch. <laughs> um, and for those that are listening to us today, where can they find you and more information about you and your practice? Uh, you could go to my website, which is comoxvalleyacupuncture.com. And I'm also on Instagram under Comox Valley Acupuncture. Excellent. Michelle, thank you so much for your time. Uh, That was great learning. We appreciate it. Well, there you go, folks. Hope that was useful. You heard some lifestyle and holistic approaches. And as always, love to leave you with something to think about from our conversations. It's probably fair to say that most of us have been good by eating in and paying more attention to our diet and just being more active in general as we have had more time in our hands. But we got to remember, making our health a priority is not just for now. It should be something that's natural, it's here to stay, and it's going to be part of our ongoing daily life. From the moment we were conceived to the present moment, our immune system has never stopped working to protect us. 
we need regular immune support in order to function at optimal level. So protecting our body really is a full-time job for our immune system. So let's get to know our immune system a little bit better. Do you feel you got it covered or do you still need a little bit more help? What would your next step be to help yourself and your loved ones to be and stay healthier and stronger? You've been listening to Prompt Health Podcast. You can follow Prompt Health on Instagram. Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you've been listening to this right now and subscribe for free if you like listening to episodes like this. We would love to hear from you and your rating and reviews would mean a world to us. You can find similar episodes every Sunday. Until next time. Thank you.